What's up sa inyo mga pamangkikers? Welcome to the 12th episode Grabe nakakadose ng bala tayo 12th episode of Hashtag Eat Sleep Breathe Football Podcast May, may pa sound effects pa si Tito <laughs> May pa sound effects Yan, 12th episode of our podcast Thank you so much for um, you know tuning in And maraming maraming salamat ulit sa ating mga tagapanood Di ko na patatagalin, let's introduce the gang Medyo depleted kami ngayon But here we go All the way from Italia Our friend David Abelia Johnny Pompa of the What's Up Football Show The What's Up Formula One Show the WhatsApp show and the upcoming the Bad Titos and Titas late night show. Kasama din natin dyan, si Glenn Casas all the way from the south. Oh, di ba? Nandito lang yan sa Pinas. All the way from the south. Um, from the Six Yard Box Burgers and Sports. And makakasama din natin sa the Bad Titos and Titas late night show. Abangan yan. This will be on Friday. Pero bago ang lahat, nakakadose na pala tayo. Hindi, ko na, hindi ako makapaniwala. So isang masigabong palakpakan muna tayo dyan. <laughs> Tuwang-tuwa ako sa mga sound effects ko ngayon. <laughs> Magagalaw din kita. Okay. So uh, let's get down into business. All... Let's go into all the seriousness uh, that revolves around Philippine football. As you've heard, this week is very eventful for Philippine football as we got many updates from the Philippine Football Federation and the Philippines Football League powered or brought to you by Qatar Airways. So, simula na natin with the Philippine Football Federation announcements. Ito na nga. Um, as you can see on our slides, um, they have uh, laid out the protocols for the training sessions. Um... Basahin na lang, yan na yun. But it's in accordance with the IATF and the Games and Amusements Board as well as DOH for the safety of the players, staff, and everyone working in the Philippines uh, Football League. Um, so, yun yung magiging protocols nila. We've also had uh, these updates. Kaya nga sabi ko, after, four, uh, after more than four months, basically of uh, no football here in the country the clubs participating in the philippines football league brought to you by qatar airways are now allowed to return to their training sessions in preparation for the upcoming season pff president mr nonong araneta said that all the players must undergo uh, the necessary tests first before they can start their training sessions to make sure that no one will spread the virus within the team and the organization. After testing negative for COVID-19, they can then proceed with their training sessions in compliance with the guidelines that you're seeing right now uh, that has been approved by the IATF, GAB, and DOH. So, yan ang ating unang balita. Sobrang ganda because we already have the guidelines laid out um, yan ay kailangan lang sundin ng ating mga uh, clubs Kailangan lang sundin yan ng participating clubs ng PFL Moving on um, Ano pa ba yung mga balita natin dito? Alright, so basically in another news Brought upon by uh, Sir Nonong Araneta as well Through his interview with our dear friend Aaron Bayato of Radio Pilipinas Dos um, He mentioned, eto basahin nga natin to um, he mentioned that uh, a possibility of a new club to come in the upcoming season. Uh, here's the short clip from Aaron Bayato's interview with Sir Nonong through Radio Pilipinas. Uh... So, yes, whatever happens, uh, 
naman yung liga and uh, I think naman na uh, meron namang sigurong sasalo kung just in case na yeah just in case na unfortunately na na maano sila nung ali sa league or whatever or hindi ano pero so far wala pa namang sinasabi ganun na uh, official mm-hmm. so as we stand po uh, sir nong uh, we're looking at uh, six teams ulit with the additional of the Ascals development team and of course uh, global kaya mendiola and stallion tama po no yeah yeah um, uh, and then uh, hopefully tomorrow meron isang papasok then uh, no so yeah, sinabi namin you just have to apply no uh, Pero, siyempre, kailangan mag-apply muna sila, di ba? Uh, for licensing, kasi pwede na mating i-wave muna yan kasi may pandemic. Ganun, no? uh, just in case, baka mayroong isa na dadagdag. So, okay lang yun. Abangan po namin yung club na yun. Uh, matanong ko na rin, taga Luzon po ba, Visayas? Or Luzon, Luzon, Luzon naman natin. Luzon, ah, Luzon, Luzon yung club. Okay po. Now, uh, no, Sir Nong, uh, thank you very much po dun sa mga football-related stuff. Now, uh, siguro final question na lang po with regards naman po sa inyong... Uh, function as our chef division po for Team Pilipinas sa uh, Olympic. So that was uh, Aaron Bayato and uh, President or PFF President Mr. Nonong Araneta with their discussion of the possibility of a new club to come in. So major exciting yan. Also, uh, earlier today, we had the virtual press conference with the Philippine Football Federation headed by Mr. Nonong Araneta, the President, uh, the Secretary General, Attorney Ed Gastanes, um, ASCAL's team manager, Dan Palami, and PFL Commissioner uh, Coco Torre. Uh, on their, on their uh, virtual press conference, uh, Mr. Nonong Araneta bared that the PFF will receive two tranches of assistance from FIFA, the world's football governing body, amounting to a total of one million US dollars. The first one will be given this July, and the other one, I believe, will be given out in February next year. Um, also, Attorney uh, Ed Gastanes and Nonong Araneta um, said that Qatar Airways is still around to support the Philippines Football League, wherein they've already remitted 50% of their sponsorship to the PFF. Another thing, uh, PFL Commissioner Coco Torres said that um, the clubs are now um, the clubs were actually uh, or underwent the um, uh, testing earlier in the PFF office in uh, Pasig City. Wherein it's a mandatory test that they need to take before they can go ahead and uh, start their training sessions. Um, also, um, through another discussion with uh, Sir Coco Torre, uh, the PFL commissioner, he said that testing before matches isn't required as of the moment. It's still going to be discussed by the federation and the league itself. Um, however, the uh, tests. Uh, to be conducted uh, during or after the training sessions towards the build-up of the uh, league uh, season will be covered by the PFL. He was he also stated that all is well after the approval of IATF to resume the training. Right now, we have the clubs undergoing the testing. Once you're negative, you can immediately train. Testing before matches isn't required, like what I mentioned. And uh, he left us with this great words, football will resume. It will never die. So, yan ang pahayag ni Sir Coco Torre earlier in our, um, in our virtual presser headed by the Philippines uh, Football League. And uh, last, uh, probably the last news for tonight before we head into our, you know, uh, our discussions and all. Um, as you've noticed on um, social media and everywhere else, uh, it's sad to say, 
but uh, Ceres Negros FC will undergo restructuring wherein they will have to um, um, or uh, its owner Leo Reyenson has to give way uh, to the upcoming owners of um, um, the upcoming uh, owner sorry of uh, Ceres Negros FC so um, as of the moment uh, Ace Bright the general manager is in talks with the upcoming uh, sponsor or the upcoming owner and um, of the of the club once everything is settled they will announce the new name the management uh, and the management sorry of the uh, uh, of the club itself so medyo malungkot na balita um uh we send our deepest regards as well to our dear friend John 11 Gozon of uh, Ultra Ceres we know this is very hard for you uh we know this is very hard to take but um as you've mentioned you will rise from the ashes i'm definitely sure of that uh it's just uh, probably restructuring of the club for the better uh and um probably once they get back um they will get back stronger and um you know it, it's just it's just going to be a new chapter for the um for uh, for the Negros based football club so um Mabilisan lang. Uh, I just want to talk about all these news na nakuha natin. David, all the way there from Italy. Anong masasabi mo sa nagsimulang testing ng mga players kanina sa PFF office? And also, yung balita na we get assistance from FIFA and everything that we have discussed uh, in this uh, quick news rundown na meron tayo. Uh, first of all, uh, good afternoon here from Italy. I know you guys are shocked, like, how come I'm abroad? That's another story. But uh, yeah, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things have been discussed uh, a while ago this morning. Uh, a lot of good updates at the same time. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, aside from the one million being divided into two uh, different pays, I think there's also an extra five hundred thousand uh, dollars to help also with the women's uh, with regards to women's football, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a total of a uh, one million and five hundred thousand uh, dollars. So that's a uh, good uh, from the part part of FIFA, and I'm happy that uh, it can help us uh, in um, you know slowly rebuilding the the FA our our FA and all. And it's also nice that we're getting updates with regards to you know um, how the PFL uh, is going to start its uh, module that they show to the uh, to the uh, IATF, and uh, hopefully uh, you know. Uh, we can slowly, slowly, once uh, we, uh, how do you say this, those actions are being used towards our players and all, hopefully we can get um, improvements like, uh, you know, uh, swap tests and all because we really need that our players to be safe. You know, obviously we're happy. Obviously what Coco, uh, our commissioner, uh, PFL commissioner said, Coco Torres said that, of course, it's, uh, it's not going to die. But at the same time, you know, uh, we need to, uh, care about our players because uh, aside from you know they're still human beings and they are playing our beloved sport uh, for a living so we also need to uh, take care of that for them and at the same time um, I I really feel bad I, I know it's a reconstruction don't get me wrong I know it's a reconstruction of the team but obviously like um, with uh, with how do you say this uh, LRY um, Mr. Jansson with what he did to Ceres Negros um, it's rare to see a Filipino entrepreneur, a Filipino businessman, give so much sacrifice, so much for a game that isn't even popular. Sadly to say, isn't popular in our country, mm. and we and we rarely see those kind of individuals here in the Philippines. So um, what I can say is that I'm happy that he was part of the Filipino um, football community. I'm happy that he was able to uh, assign the adequate 
um, individuals to to be able to bring Ceres to what it is today. Um, one of the contenders for the AFC Cup, mm-hmm. uh, almost qualifying for the AFC Champions League, and they might, uh, you know, um, if everything goes well, they they might even qualify uh, directly there. So uh, again, regards to all of the Ceres Negros fa- the Negros based fans there. It's gonna be hard to adjust, but don't worry. As you still have a club, but uh, the reconstructions, uh, you know, you kind of get used to that. So yeah, that's it. Coming from uh, someone who also um, experienced losing a club here in the Philippines, uh, as you all know, David is a you know a diehard fan of the Davao Aguilas FC, which also folded uh, around November 2018, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Uh, it's really tough. Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's you're not basically losing your club. Probably the identity because of the name itself. Uh, being Saros Negros FC being changed once the new management and the new owners come in. But nevertheless, the history is still going to be there. We will still know that you're the three-time PFL champions, defending uh, champions of the Copa Paulino Alcantara, and also once dubbed as the interzonal champions of the ASEAN region. For the AFC Cup now, Glenn, you know, man, um, as someone who you know um, who has been following uh, the news as well here in the Philippines, ano namang masasabi mo with regard to all of these uh, positive uh, news na natatanggap natin? Alright, first of all, good uh, good evening sa mga nanonood, to all those watching, and uh, yeah, actually that's uh, really shocking news. First is um, a lot happened today so we can really say that uh, today has been one of those pivotal days in philippine football mm-hmm. both the good and the bad so yeah with the good ones we've heard about uh, updates about what's uh, what we are about to expect with the upcoming campaign with the pfl with everything that uh, we were really asking about when it comes to the nas- uh, when it comes to our national league mm-hmm. so it's uh, Knowing that the uh, support has never ceased, and knowing that uh, there is more, th- uh, there is a lot of resources that we could utilize to uh, make this happen. It's uh, really a good thing to hear. It's really reassuring that uh, there's some investment coming in. The only important thing for me, at least, is to make sure that it gets utilized in the best way possible. I mean, to uh, to make sure that it goes where it's supposed to go for um, the the proper study to be uh, to be made to make sure that the investment would be put in the right place and if all of those key in together I'm I'm pretty certain that the uh, the league would be moving forward uh, smoothly or at least if not smoothly at least it would be moving forward and that we football fans would grow in numbers as well but what really saddens me and it's I think a more well, I'm not sure if for others it's a highlight of the le- uh, of the news today, but the highlight of the news today is the uh, is the development with our team in Ceres Negros, one of the top contenders supposedly for not just uh, our local league but also for our regional league or for our re- regional competition as well. So at the moment before this even happened, if I recall correctly. Uh, their AFC campaign, they are still first, or they are still the top ones in their group. Mm-hmm. If it resumes, they will continue as such. So uh, the good news is it really doesn't affect it in a way. But I'm really feeling it the same way as the other fans are. Although, yeah, I am not really, um, 
I'm not uh, in a, in the local sense. I support, of course, a different team, especially when Ceres uh, and our team would uh, uh, would be fighting. It would really be something that I would support my team, of course. But I also support Ceres uh, when it comes to uh, international leagues. I watch their matches because they're not just representing themselves. They're not just representing Negros. They're pretty much representing the quality of the football that uh, our local leagues is able to uh, to create. So this is a product of competition here locally, and they have built it to be able to withstand challenges from the regional teams as well. And it's really saddening to see that uh, just because of, the, well, um, one of the biggest things that occurred is the pandemic that really did a number on a lot of these clubs mm-hmm. and that's what really saddens me as well it's that we um we were expecting that a lot would have been uh, a lot would have happened when the had the league started where it had had this pandemic not hit us but now it has hit us really hard and this is not just a team this is one of the key figures when it comes to our local league so it's really really um a surprise and uh, at the same time uh, I, my heart goes to all of the fans who are um, through and through Ceres so uh, yeah I I am with you guys and I really hope that this turns out for the better there's still hope because the club still exists let's hope that the identity can be kept but sad to say I heard that the name would no longer be the same but I really hope that the environment the the uh, the community that it has created it all uh, it all will remain the same all up to you guys it would always be up to you guys so that's all i can say all right thank you so much for those thoughts now before we go over to one of our um uh, friend out here kent who just came into our podcast a quick shout out to everyone watching uh, especially to coach maor rosen who's watching all the way from spain uh, good afternoon coach um he's a former coach of uh, kaya fc as well as um, some grassroots team here in the philippines uh would also like to give a quick shout out to sir ryan cruz of lgr uh thank you so much sir and um who else all of the people watching us maraming maraming salamat sa panonood it's it's very um you know uh, heartwarming to see a lot of people watching our stream as early as now even before we have our guests and uh, uh, I'm just happy to see that you want to be updated with all the news that we do have in Philippine football so yep thank you so much isang malaking applause para sa inyo now uh, let's move over to uh, Kent uh, Parangent of um, you know as you can see with this, with a shirt He's a Loyola FC fan, uh, been a Meralco Manila FC fan, then afterwards experienced what uh, the fans of Ceres Negres FC are experiencing as of the moment. Siguro, what, what, can, you, uh, what can you say to these uh, people who is experiencing a very hard time knowing that next or, or this season, uh, it'll be different, that they will not probably see uh, Ceres uh, name out there. Uh, I hope that they keep uh, Negros in their name, but uh, nevertheless, what can you say to these fans who are currently experiencing what I believe you are exp- uh, you have experienced as well when Meralco Manila or Loyola FC uh, folded la- the last time? Um, first of all, uh, good evening sa lahat ng mga nanonood. Um, Nung nabalitaan natin yung news about Ceres kanina, um, it was uh, the feeling that I had um, when the senior team of Loyola disbanded. Medyo ano. 
medyo parang nanumbalik ng kaunti. Nag-flashback. Though di naman na in a certain way, syempre, it's not it's not the club that you support. Eh. So, medyo ilag ka na doon. Pero you feel, you just feel the pain of the fans. Um, especially, Ceres set the benchmark for local club football here. In terms of administration, players, uh, and everything. Um, Alam, no? um, let's give our uh, our uh, thanks dun sa lahat ng mga nag-work for the transfer. Kasi, ano yan eh, uh, mahirap yan eh, in the first place eh. The uncertainty of local football here. We have an mm-hmm. ongoing pandemic. So, you wouldn't really expect someone to to really uh, take over. Pero they were able to do it. And with that, uh, we give them their due credit. Mahirap yan. Um... For the fans, um, well, I can't. Ang hirap sabihin kasi na uh, everything's gonna uh, parang kumalma or something because you can see the agony, you can see the pain that the fans have, especially on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, siguro ang masasabi ko lang ano ngayon, um, ano eh, um, no one expected this in the first place. Well, atay na bigla eh. Latay na bigla, latay na apekto in a way that really the club we might not support Ceres, but it's integral to the local football community. And it's an integral part of the league. So, ano yun eh, di, di pa natin alam if the new ownership would retain the Negros name or something. Um, but I'd like the fans to dwell on the legacy, legacy that what Ceres did for Philippine football. Um, yeah, that's an achievement in itself. Eh. Uh, they came in um, in the PFF National Club Championships way back 2013, as far as I know. Then won it all, then entered the UFL, started from Division 2, then in the first division at the top flight, they won the league title right away. Then AFC... Um, Four straight AFC Cup appearances, if you include that, uh, the current year and three league titles. Um, ako naman naniniwala ako na, ano eh, na it's not the it's not the last time for uh, hindi ako naniniwala na wala wala na talaga yung series. It's just they're going through the hard time, and we know we know the man LRY. He really loves uh, football. Philippine football in general, and through his club, uh, he wants to help. So, um, what I can say is, hope springs eternal, and um, let's give props. Uh, let's give. Uh, well, dependent. Di mo naman mabibigyan to support new club. Eh. So, um, for the fans, if uh, let's continue to support Philippine football, even if ganito yung nangyari, there's no other option eh, but to move forward. Eh. And kung ano naman yung, I'm sure that with what happened to Ceres, um, they will, ano, they will b- bounce back. Not, maybe not now, but uh, in the near future, I feel for, ano, I feel for the response. So, uh, isang mahipit na yakap para sa lahat. Yan. Yeah, so, 
Sobrang, sobrang bigat actually. I mean, kahit ako, uh, ramdam ko rin yung bigat for Ceres Negros FC fans. <laughs> Knowing na, alam yun, parang, uh, we, we cannot say that this is an end of an era for them. It's basically, you're basically turning another page or another chapter of your very illustrious book. Yun nga, na, na, nasabi nga natin, Dave, they're a multi-titled team here in the Philippines. Uh, the best uh one of the best or if not the best uh clubs who ever graced the football pitch here in the Philippines and abroad uh, um as you all know they are the only ones who made it into um uh Champions League qualifiers who almost made it um twice uh when they went up against uh, a club in China and uh, more recently against FC Tokyo but nevertheless like what i said You're just basically turning another page of your very beautiful book. And uh, I hope to all of the fans of Saras Negros FC fans, don't lose hope. Uh, uh, the players are still there. I believe the players are still there. And they they will be the ones to, uh, you know, uh, give you uh, hope and the courage uh, para dito. Um, also, um, I just want to uh, touch on this because... On the virtual press conference earlier, um, there were still questions that we would like to raise. However, we would want to uh, the PFF and the PFL to uh, you know uh, make a statement about it. We will wait basically for their statements about it. But siguro ko niko lang yung thoughts uh, about this one. Um, like what mentioned uh, earlier, they underwent uh, the uh, testing. And if they tested negative for the COVID-19 uh, PCR test, then they basically uh, can schedule their training sessions wherein they will have groups of, uh, I think, maximum of 10 in a football pitch and 30 minutes interval every team. Now, um, while there are going to be tests to be done after each training sessions that they will be conducting, um, there aren't any uh, details yet. As of the moment, no, uh, there are no details yet regarding the um, protocols uh, once the game starts. So l- let's start with uh, David, since uh, I think Serie A uh, is someone that or something that we can emulate uh, regarding this. Uh, we've seen uh, Bundesliga uh, do this, uh, Premier League and Serie A, but knowing that Italy has been impacted uh, hugely of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, Sigurega, what practices from uh, the Serie A would you like to see the PFF and the PFL um, emulate? Sorry, I got muted. Uh, okay, so... Uh, there are a lot of things obviously uh, with regards to the safety of the players you know um before entering the uh the vicinity or other practices or it could be hopefully games sooner or later i hope that uh, they could uh, do a sort of uh, checkup like not like check like really quick checkup the usual thermal gun um uh permit saying that okay i'm uh, i'm i have t- t- tested myself negative And I can go inside. Uh, they usually do it through a QR code instead of having to do it through paper, so that it's contactless at the same time. And uh, uh, usually, uh, you know, the when it comes to practices, uh, usually the locker room is does it exist? It's in a uh, separate uh, field. It's in a field. It's not in a room. Mm-hmm. It's where so that there's proper distancing. So. Uh, they could just put their bags, dress up there on the field, and then go to the other, uh, you know, to the other pitch, 
So uh, that's uh, but you know with the lack with the lacking resources that we have, hopefully um, the PFL can also obviously like try to find solutions on that because we cannot let our players um, you know um, gather themselves in on uh, in the locker room. So that's one of the things, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, the usual social distancing. The real the social distancing is a very fundamental thing. Obviously, like. Yeah, um, we try to make as less contact as possible, you know, but uh, maybe some pointers on how can we, you know, on how can they have contact. Once contact is done, sterilization, everything. So hopefully um, we can try to emulate that and hopefully the PFF can try to copy and at the same time, you know, get inspiration from those. So, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, David. And I think that signals our break for now uh babalikan natin si uh, Glenn and si Ken with their thoughts on what uh, can be done uh sa ating protocols once we resume the games or once we start the games of the 2020 Philippines Football League brought to you by Qatar Airways so jan lang kayo mga pamangkikers we'll just take a short break and once you come back we'll discuss more about the news that we got and uh, probably our expectations for the upcoming uh, guests that we do have which is coach Roxy Dorlas and coach Noel Marcaida of the Loyola FC Academy dito lang yan sa hash Eat, sleep, breathe, football pod. Maraming salamat sa pag-stay tuned. Ingat! And see you soon. The joke lang. <laughs> Thank you for uh, staying with us. This is your Tito J, Glenn, David, uh, and the David, and Kent. Uh, ang inyong Eat, Sleep, Breathe, Football Gang dito sa 12th episode of Hashtag Eat, Sleep, breathe, football is a massive global product. Pokemon! Ganto talaga ako sa gamit kung ano eh. Soundboard. <laughs> anyway, yun nga. Maraming maraming salamat ulit sa panonood. I just wanna give a uh, shout out to all of those watching. Giancarlo, Katahan, Christopher, Andrew, Datu, Coach Maor, Michael Manuel, uh, Carson. Si Bebe Loves ko nanonood din. Maraming maraming salamat. Uh, magkikita din tayo on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> uh, yun. Nawala ko sa ano ka. Anyway, so yun na nga. Before we uh, ask uh, these two gentlemen na uh, regarding their thoughts or whatever na gusto nila makita pa with the PFF and the PFL, isang announcement muna. Um, ito, kunin ko na para sa inyo. Supposedly, Today is the last day, or today is the day that we are going to give out these scarves or uh, put it out on raffle. However, due to um, you know, due to uh, public demand, wow, kalamo meron. Due to public and uh, consistent demand, maraming salamat. Um, ine-extend po namin ang aming raffle or ang pag-submit ng inyong entries. So, instead of this Wednesday show, we will uh, draw or we will uh, announce the winners or randomize the winners this Saturday, uh, hindi Sunday. So, move lang tayo ng isang araw for our fan engagement podcast wherein these two scarves are going away. Uh, these two scarves, thanks again to uh, Sir Christopher Datu of 
uh, Red Rooster Sports PH. So, maraming maraming salamat. If you want to grab your own, kung hindi kayo nakasali sa raffle or kung hindi kayo nanalo, you can grab one for only 500 pesos nakalagay dito, Pilipinas lang palaban. Uh, you can watch our review sa ating uh, YouTube channel sa Ang Tito Mong Football Vlogger. Panoorin nyo yung review natin doon. Napakaganda nung uh, scarf at napaganda din ang pagkaka-review ni Tito at ng kanyang best friend. So, head over to Ang Tito Mong Football Vlogger's uh, YouTube channel and watch our review para makita nyo yung instructions. No? Nandun yung instructions, nandun sa video. Hanapin nyo na lang kung saan. Pero sana panoorin nyo yung buong video para mapansin naman ni YouTube na may nanonood sa atin. Uh, ayun. And then... What else? What else do we have to announce? Wala na, siguro yun na lang. Uh, ulitin na lang natin yung announcement na yun para sa mga hindi nakasama sa ating stream for today. Okay, so puntaan na natin yung thoughts ni uh, Glenn uh, Casas of uh, the Six Yard Box uh, Burgers and Sports na hinihintay pa rin naman yung burgers. Uh, David uh, has already given his thoughts. Ikaw naman, anong masasabi mo regarding these news or siguro mga suggestions mo pa uh, for the upcoming uh, PFL season uh, protocol as well sa pagbabalik natin sa football. Well, I think yung safety procedures that they are uh, undertaking right now is uh, good na rin kasi at the, uh, it's following the basic set of protocols that are currently being followed by the leagues who have already resumed. So at least we know na in a way it, ha- it is effective. It's something that uh, we should really mimic. But at the same time, we also need to make sure na all of the players are uh, all of the uh, the teams are compliant with this as well. Because sometimes, one thing that I don't like about when it comes to implementing rules is yung pagkam sa harap ng camera or when it comes to the first week, the first month, it'll be exactly as uh, as how it was specified. It'll be followed to a T. However, yun nga, as uh, lenient uh, as uh, the time passes habang walang cases sa foot for example kung hin- and sana ganito nga yung mangyari na hindi magkaroon ng uh, contamination or ng uh, pag-spread ng virus within the teams and the, the spectators and all sometimes because of that it would lead to some leniency na rin I mean take a look at how we're implementing the current rules as of now I I can see people outside I mean literally I can take this camera right now and take a stroll along the road and see how uh, much of the rules haven't be, aren't being followed so I'm really hoping that they will be really strict about this because yun nga, the um, the chances of these players getting infected especially now that they will be risking themselves the exposure by playing, by practicing, by being in constant communication, or by being in constant, uh, uh, within constant um, distance within other or with other players, it's really something that they need to be aware of, and they really need to take care of themselves. Now, uh, for anything else that they can do, well, I think they, uh, I think they pretty much, ako, for my, because I'm not really a specialist in that field. As a matter of fact. Eh, nahugot lang ako ni Tito two, two or three weeks ago eh. So, uh, when it comes to the specialization, I'm just bringing out my sentiments as a fan. So, uh, one of the other things that I think they should really focus on as well is uh, is to give assurances to the people, to the public, kung paano nga ba mag-run yung ating league. If they are able to uh, release a guideline on how the actual league would follow that would give us some sort of assurance that a league is about to come. 
and I'm really hoping that uh, they can put one out really soon. Ayan. Uh, thank you so much, Papi Glenn. Now, let's head over to uh, Kent. Ikaw naman, Kent. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add sa mga nasabi ni David and Glenn? Siguro, um, regarding that, uh, tungkol sa guidelines, um, we all have this, uh, since tag-resume na yung European League's interaction, halos lahat talaga nandun na eh. Um... Ano, um, we just need to pick and to implement what might be useful for us. Um, sabi niya kanina ni, ano, ni, ni Attorney Ed sa PFF press conference, we don't know what will work pa eh, or what won't work. Kasi, um, ano ba yan? Um, training pala yung pinapayagan. And yung mga... Um, guidelines doon, syempre, hindi pa yun sure kung talagang may implement into full effects. Pero, ano lang, ang suggestion ko lang talaga, hanggat kaya, um, constant testing of players, of lahat ng involved. Kasi doon mo lang talaga malalaman na ano eh, na, na if may may infect. And we need to be as accurate as possible when detecting someone because you'll never know. Like, um, this despite them training nakikihalubilo pa rin sila with other people outside training as an individual so you really need to test and test and test even if well it might be costly but um, you ensure the safety of uh, of the players the coaches and the staff because it's a contact sport so besides that um an lang siguro um, for the guide uh ako lang kung kasali to pero since walang fans sa uh, stands, um, they should, uh, kaya nang sabi ni Commissioner Coco kanina, they will try to uh, increase or uh, um, enhance the fan experience even if uh, it's online. So I really, I'm really counting on that because um, as you can see, two leagues are, only two leagues are allowed to resume training or eventually operate is the PBA, PBA and PFL. So, it would be a good opportunity for um, for the mainstream sports fans or the mainstream masses to see what the what PFL offers. So, I hope they really uh, capitalize on that and um, make some steps that will gather interest about the league and in the sport. Ayun. Thank you so much, Ken. Ako naman siguro masasabi ko lang dun is uh, while we have all of this, uh, all of these guidelines uh, laid out, uh, importante pa rin dyan is we follow the um, guidelines or the safety measures uh, given to us by DOH, IATF, and uh, all of the governing bodies around us. Also, um, before my next point, I'd just like to give a quick shout out as well to Sir Lloyd uh, Iniguez of uh, Kronos Athletics. Uh, if you were able to see the uh, commercials or the ads that we had earlier, you know, just head over to Kronos Athletics uh, Facebook page for more details on how you can get your personalized jersey. So, you know, um, we have this protocols or guidelines, whatever it is. Sundin, 
uh, implement strictly for us to be able to be safe and all and you know just make sure that wala tayong magiging problema uh, regarding uh, the uh, Sere situation uh, we've actually got uh, a lengthy um, comment from coach Moor Rosen I, I just want to uh, you know share it with you guys who are you know just listening uh, gusto nyo makita yung comment just go down the comment section he said that what is happening with Sere as a common denominator with what happened to Loyola Meralco, Davo Aguila, Union FC, and more. When a club has exclusive dependence on an owner, the risk that the club will disappear is always high because the clubs in the uh, Philippines are created from the businessmen and not from the people. The clubs, as in most countries of the world, represents neighborhoods, cities, regions, and over time, sponsors participate in the into the clubs to help economically, but the owners continue to be the partners of the clubs. What happened to Ceres is just a symptom but not a disease. Philippine football should already choose whether it wants to continue fighting the symptoms or directly to attack the disease. So that's a very great point coming from Coach Moore who's been uh, seeing uh, football all over the world, uh, coaching in Uruguay, Spain, uh, running around. Uh, He's also been to China. Yes, we do get the experience. However, there's just one point that I'd like to say about it, and I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna use this point of mine to be the point of everyone else in this podcast. You know, this is just my opinion about it. Uh, you can bash me if you want to, but you know, uh, my opinion about this is that number one, football is not the number one sport here in the Philippines. While we want to instill to the people out here in the Philippines that football is a beautiful sport, football is a beautiful game, it's very difficult. Because, you know, as you all know, basketball, volleyball are the primary sports here in the Philippines. And ngayon lang naman siguro, it's just now that football is uh, coming up or football is getting more attention um, uh, regarding, uh, you know, or getting more attention. And thanks as well to uh, the Philippine Football Federation, the Philippines Football League, through their continuous efforts for them to be able to get these sponsors of the league, for them to be able to uh, bring out the best of the clubs as well. So uh, while we want that, while eventually that's what we want to have here in the Philippines, like what Spain, uh, France, Germany, or any other European countries that has uh, you know, um, their neighborhood, their city, or they represent uh, their, their themselves. Uh, like, for example, if you go to um, uh, East London with West Ham, you go to uh, uh, Barcelona, you have uh, you know FC Barcelona, you go to Madrid, you have two clubs out there. That's what we want to have. However, uh, we need these sponsors to help us out. Uh, the reason why we have probably dependence on these sponsors is because they, they have the financial capabilities or capacity to uh, make sure that these clubs exist if they are not around or if let's say that these investors or sponsors are not around just like what coach maor said they will really uh, fold or they will really die however in this case um what's what's different with the Ceres situation right now is that with Davao Aguilas FC and Meralco uh, Manila FC, for example, they weren't able to pass it on to another investor. They weren't able to get someone to support the club or to continue the club. But right now, what we have heard from Ceres Negros FC is that they are in the process of getting a new sponsor, getting a new owner, 
and then eventually they will change the name of the club so that the operation of the club is continuous it's just that the name of the club will change probably the management it's going to be an overhaul of the management but most likely the players are going to be there they're going to stay the same uh different colors maybe however um you know uh, at least they were able to get or they're getting someone to pass on the uh, let's say responsibilities of carrying uh, the flag or um, you know uh, the budget of uh, Ceres Negros FC because if they were able to do it or if it's something that they were able to do then that means that the club didn't die they just underwent uh, cosmetic surgery you know so uh, well well I really uh, agree with the uh, coach Maor's um, comments like what I said it's just something that can be manipulated or it's just something that can be fixed here in the country and uh, once we have independence from these sponsors once the local government units uh, you know uh, the uh, the cities the provinces starts noticing football here in the Philippines now oh this is a big thing we have Qatar Airways as a sponsor yada 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 so long that starts then we can say that we can have independence from these sponsors and we can have them as partners not owners of the club itself so um, that's my point I, I think we have another one from Curson Graza. I said, J-League clubs were also dependent on its owners to survive before having an organic connection with the community they are located. See, that's what we are talking about. You have to have someone first to uh, build up the momentum for you. Then afterwards, once your locality sees that, once your locality sees that um, it's going to be working for them, it's going to be working for you, then most likely they're going to take that away from you and then they will operate it themselves. So, um yun lang siguro yung aking point um, shout out to Coach Moore and uh, Kerson for those wonderful uh, thoughts that you do have now um, a few minutes before we introduce our guests uh, I just want to ask uh, you guys uh, let's start first with Kent of course this is your you know this is your your club this is your club what do you expect or what do you want to hear from the coaches of your beloved club in terms of uh, you know grassroots development and all um for me um i have seen it all in the past um since 2018 since the club um the, the loyola fc academy uh re-established itself um I'm very, very, not to be biased, but I'm very proud of the progress we made over the last two years. Um, coming from a small pitch in Nomads, um, with only less than, I guess, less than 30 kids there. Now, it's a thriving setup right now, and it's competing well in local international tournaments. I just want to see, I want just, I just want people to see na um, hindi papatay yung club. Loyola is not dead. Wala lang senior team pero Loyola is not dead and I think um, it would be a good model for other clubs how to rebuild, how to have a working academy system and how to do things well in the grassroots level. Ayun. And um, sorry. Okay. Thank you so much Ken. And I just want to correct you. 
uh, hindi wala lang senior team, wala pang senior team. Kasi uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> feeling ko diyan din naman ang diyan naman ang punta niyan. Ikaw naman, Glenn. Uh, what can you uh, or what do you want to hear? What are you expecting in our discussion with these two wonderful coaches? Um obviously I I want to get more of their perspective with regards to Loyola because compliments again, you know, to how do you say this to Loyola that they have a how do you say this uh, a youth team. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's not really, how do you say this, it's not easy to handle it. And um, to be honest, I'm going to be more on the side uh, here. You know, I just, you know, um, this is like, this is literally, I, I think, dedicated to Kent. That's why he's wearing the damn kit in the first place. So, <laughs> so you know, I just really want to see what's their vision, uh, what's their mission vision for the Youth Academy. Um, what do they want? Uh, you know, out of the you know, out of the kids and all, because seeing the performances and seeing the results, and based on what Kent is saying about the performances and all, um, hopefully we can get uh, you know uh, another uh, Jarvi uh, Gayoso or another you know um, local player that. Uh, you know, it's gonna, you're gonna see him in the old footages, in the commercial, in the future, and then in the end, he's like a very fundamental Ascal player. So, it's very fundamental that we, uh, we keep Loyola as one of the most important academies here in the whole Philippines. I know it kind of hurts you to hear that, Tito J, because you being a Kaya fan and on the old rivalry and like that. But <laughs> you know, um, you have to give credit where it's due. You know, you have to give credit where it's due. <laughs> He's just refusing. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what I'm um waiting to see, like the perspective. No, I mean, I mean, I'm not against it. Uh, if for what it's worth, I want to uh, see Loyola back at it again, and they're doing it right this time. They're really doing it right. They're starting from the ground up. Uh, siguro, um, what, what's important here is to see someone making efforts to make sure that football is well and truly alive, not only in the senior level but also in the grassroots level. Lastly, from our friend here from the uh, six yard box, what can you say about this or what are you expecting? I'm uh, particularly curious because you know, the lack of uh, the senior team is. Uh, uh, it's a bit of a curious case for me. What really happens to uh, the graduates of the Loyola Academy? Do they get particular aid uh, when it comes to moving up to a, a top-flight club? Do they uh, form a, an alumni team, for example, to take on uh, smaller competitions? I, I really want to see if uh, there is an end result. Because you see, you can invest all you want on the grassroots. You can train them. You can groom them. Well, as, uh, as the career path progresses if there is no end game if there is no feasibility or well the term is if they won't turn pro it's really something that would um, prevent more kids from investing in this kind of future well pag, pag batang bata pa they wouldn't see it because it's fun there's teamwork there's the good things that you learn from playing football but as you go along your career path it eventually gets to a point that uh, how much time should I be investing on this and uh, Loyola, uh, since Loyola has a very steady academy and would have a very, a very good pool of players when a senior team comes up, but in the meantime, while the senior team is still uh, in the works, what happens to the students that have graduated or will be graduating very soon? 
So I'm really curious to hear how they uh, provide them help, uh, see where they can put them, and you know, that kind of thing. Yan din ang gusto kong malaman actually uh, through this uh, podcast episode. So kung parehas tayo ng nararamdaman, sit back and relax. Give us a few minutes and once we come back, we'll bring you Coach Roxy Dorlas and Coach Noel Marcaida of Loyola FC Youth Academy dito lang sa hashtag Eat Sleep Breathe Football. Welcome back to our show mga pamangkikers, uh, the moment that we have all been waiting for. We now have on our uh, podcast uh, two uh, uh, well-respected coaches here in the Philippines. Uh, we have Coach Roxy Dorlas, uh, the head coach of the Leola FC Youth Academy, and their technical director as well, Coach Noel Marcaida. Uh, so glad to have uh, both of you here in our podcast. It's, it's something that I'm very amazed to see that uh, two programs. One is a goalkeeping program and another one, uh, the Youth Academy of Loyola FC uh, joining together for the future of, uh, of Philippine football. Uh, Coach uh, Roxy, can you, uh, Siguro, can you just give us some, let's say, introduction or uh, can you talk us through how uh, this, um, let's say, merger or this movement uh, started with Loyola FC Academy and the uh, um, GK Marks uh, Goalkeeping Academy? I've been uh, looking for someone who was able to uh, to handle the, the technical side of uh, Leola Academy, and um, so I've heard from one of my coaches that Coach Leola was available. So uh, I just uh, went straight forward. I sent him a message, and uh, we started to meet up. And uh, he actually opened up about GK Marks and uh, the possibilities that he could have together with Leola Academy and uh, we came into good terms and how we can move forward and uh, I think we both benefit from uh, from the GK Marks program. All right. Thank you so much, Coach. Now, um, I, I just want to, uh, you know, ask as well, Coach Noel. You know, um, being in the um, top flight uh, club football scene uh, before with uh, with Kaya. Now, moving over to the grassroots uh, development with uh, JK Marks as well as Loyola FC. Um, how different it is, or let's say how difficult it is right now to be, uh, let's say, the technical director of a grassroots development team. Well, it's it's. First of all, it's a two different world, you know, because um, I came from a, a world where you're dealing professional players, okay? management, um, coaches as well. Okay, then after on a from from a short um, transition, bigla akong napunta sa grassroots. Okay, mm-hmm. so I took that opportunity na. Binigay ni Coach Roxy sa akin after my contract with Kaya FC men's team. Okay, so, and also, I took it as an opportunity as well na I can work on the JK Marks Academy because it's solely for goalkeeping. Um, it's really hard to put up an academy, especially if you don't have the facilities. You know, I think that's one challenge so I spoke to Coach um, Roxy and offered GK Marks Academy goalkeeping to have to tie up with Loyola. So at least GK Marks will have uh, a venue okay, to work on okay, aside from 
um, working on technical aspect of Loyola. It's a challenge. Okay, kasi kung mahaba yung pasensya mo doon sa professional level, dapat mas habaan mo pa yung tali mo pagdating sa mga bata. No? Though I started my coaching with with 7, 8 years old sa Green Hills way back 2004. So somewhat I had I I had an idea on how to to handle kids as well. Okay? So I mean, I started February with with Loyola, then all of a sudden after a month and a half then here comes the pandemic. So I wasn't able to really maximize the, the planning and everything about, about um, the, the academy. So we take advantage of the Fulci having, we're doing um, virtual meetings with Coach Fulci and other um, Loyola coaches. So para mapag-usapan namin kung paano kami, paano namin itutuloy yung program through virtual uh, sessions. Thank you so much, Coach. Now, um, it's really great as well to see that even though that we are in, uh, you know, this situation that we have the pandemic and all, nanahirapan tayo to reach out to our um, uh, younger players, especially this is something na very important for them. Uh, they are our future, at least uh, through your virtual trainings and vir- your virtual meetings na nakikita din namin through your uh, social media page. Eh, at least uh, we we were given a hope that uh, the program will never stop and the program is just there to uh, to continue. Now, um, Coach Roxy, um, we, we all know that Loyola FC has this very deep uh, history in the Philippine uh, club football scene. Um, how tough is it uh, for for you or for you and Coach Noel to uh, build an academy from the ground up, despite the fact that you know your club has its own history and uh, in, in terms of uh, top flight uh, club football? Uh, well, definitely, it was really tough. Um, well, I, I took it both as an opportunity and a, and a challenge. Um, I think that most of the, the people are familiar with uh, um, with Leola Aguila, Leola Morocco Sparks, uh, FC Morocco Manila. Okay, so uh, there's a, a lot of weight on my shoulders when I took over. Um, what people don't know was that um, when I was appointed back in January 2018, is that I was uh, I was uh, managing the academy with maybe about 20 players, maybe less. Okay, um, so it was uh, 20 players less, and uh, from age five until maybe 17 years old. So we weren't even able to uh, to manage forming a team. So it was really a, a big challenge. It was really a big challenge, and uh, I, I think that I uh, I'm very fortunate that we had some uh, loyal parents who uh, believe in uh, in uh, my capabilities. Thank you so much, Coach. Uh, I'm really happy as well that you know, um, being a player of the club, uh, you know, uh, siguro parang medyo bihira to see someone uh, who played for the club and uh, also um, after. Uh, let's say after finishing their career of uh, being a player and then converts to um, the coach of the club that that's really amazing to see as well now um siguro for for uh, the both of you we, we can have coach Roxy to answer first and we can have coach Noel um despite the um the pandemic or what what we are experiencing right now how happy are you in terms of the progress of your academy um i'm very happy um when i first took over 
uh, I told myself that within uh, the next three years, uh, I wanted to have more age groups. So when I first started uh, the first YFL season, I uh, we had under sevens all the way to the U17. So we had six age groups. Um, and then this year, supposedly this year, uh, we would have had nine age groups. So we had uh, an under seven, two under nines, an under 11, under 13, uh, two under 13, uh, another 15, under 17. And we started our men's team for um, in, uh, in the seventh league. So uh, we, were in go we were going into that direction already. Um, slowly trying to get our under 19 players into that competitive level to play at the senior level. And then uh, hopefully within the next five years, uh, within the next two years, uh, reaching that men's level already. So forming a senior team already. So uh, as I told that, uh, we, uh, we have all licensed coaches. Um, I'm very happy that um, with the coaches selection that we have right now. So uh, we, all, we all have certified coaches. We've been having regular international competitions. So last year we entered uh, a tournament in Japan, which is called the Numazu Cup, and it was an unbelievable experience. And we're supposed to be going there again this year. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Also, we sent an under 11 and under 13 team uh, to the Bangkok Super Cup. Uh, our under 13 actually won, uh, won the plate division, so we became champions in the, in the competition was a very good achievement as well. So uh, I'm very happy with the direction that we're going into right now. Uh, at grassroots grass level, we've been doing provincial tours. So uh, it's an initiative coming from the club that we are uh, coordinating, communicating with local clubs in the province uh, and with the LGU. Uh, host a two-day festival so um, it's to get more competitions more games more clubs who are not being able to travel all the way to Manila to look for competitive competitions so uh, Loyola teams are the ones traveling to, uh, to those provinces for us to have competitions um, at, at those provinces um, so we went to uh, we went to Laguna, we went to uh, Los Baños. It was our first province uh, that we went to. Then Pampanga, and the last one was in Baguio. So uh, unfortunately, this year, we're supposed to go to Sambuanga as well. So we'll be talking to, uh, uh, to local clubs and to people in Sambuanga for us to host there as well. So uh, very unfortunate that it didn't host food. Uh, that's really something that we are going to look forward to with uh, the provincial tour of uh, Leol FC. Now, ikaw naman, Coach Noel, siguro, uh, what, what can you say with the progress of uh, Leol FC pro, uh, program being that uh, you've been with the club since February? And siguro, uh, how happy are you with the integration of your own uh, goalkeeping academy as well? Well, I think um, Coach Roxy were able to mention already that the previous um yung adapting yung um 
Defense Academy. And also, he mentioned the plans also moving forward. Like, I think he mentioned a lot of those already. And um, I just want to share with regard to your question earlier when it comes to pandemic, how are we able to manage the, the, the progress of Loyola? Well, at first, we thought hindi siya tatagal ng ganito, no? We, at first, we thought it's only last, it will only last for like a month or two months. That's why it is really not on our plan to have a virtual session, okay? So what we did is the first four months, our first four, no, our first, uh, when, when the lockdown, when the quarantine is declared, was declared, we do um, weekly assignments and challenges to our players. Okay, and it lasted for six weeks, I think. Yeah, so that was that was the, 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 the plan during the quarantine. So since na tumagal na tumagal yung quarantine, na extend na extend, then we decided to come up with a virtual session. Okay, and um, the attack on our virtual is we do three times a week session. Our attack on our um, three times, uh, we do two twice a week um, technical sessions, okay? And um, we do one schedule for a weekend. Then we attack the tactical part, the the, the psychological and um, the um, social, tissue social matters of 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 of, um, of the players. So. We are attacking on the five pillars of development, okay, which is um, we, do, we, we, we do the technical, the physical aspect, the tactical aspect, the psychological aspect, and the social aspect of development of our players. So everything, we, we, we send it to our players, then we give challenges for them to do that, okay? And we ask them to ask their, um, the challenges, the proof of their challenges, also for us to monitor their, their, their development. Okay, so so far it's, it, it, it is successful and um, the players are very responsive. Um, this time, I think, because of the gadgets, pag yung mga bata kasi, pag yung cell phone, laptop yung nasa harapan nila, very attentive sila. So... That's one aspect, positive aspect na nakuha namin, nakita namin with this virtual session, that they are very attentive, the virtual session. And so, yun yung factor. So, take the advantage of that, of that um, number one aspect na maukuha namin sa mga bata. And we make sure that we have really a good program. Uh, Coach Roxy has been very, very busy yeah, with, with, with the weekly challenges. Okay, we also, not only that, we also do assessment, okay, every month, every after four weeks, we do assessment for us to really have that data on the progress of our players, okay, so yan yung ginagawa namin ngayon sa Loyola program on how we do our, how we run and continue our program with, with this pandemic. And then it's really working. It's really, really, really helping the program. And not only that, but it's also a challenge for our coaches as well. Okay? Because um, new norm, okay, usually not used to um, always stay in the laptop to do the program, but now they were forced to do that because that's a requirement. 
that's a requirement now for not just, not just the, the players, they have a new trend in playing, but I think for coaches as well, this is the new th- uh, trend for, for coaching. If you wanted to go farther to coaching, you really have to put yourself, I mean, invest on the time, invest on the laptop, computer, invest on the gadget, then you really have to put time to work on, on the programs with the use of the new technology. Sorry guys. All right. Um, okay. Glaholit uh, <laughs> yung mic ko. All right. So yun yah. Very insightful from Coach uh, Noel. Um, in in these trying times, at least we were able to uh, get the message across to the players. Um, have them uh, their continuous training even at homes. And uh, yun yah. Gaya nga nasabi ni Coach Noel. Uh, yung mga bata is uh, mas tutok actually sa training sessions because uh, you're basically using gadgets and uh, as we all know uh, yun yung pangunahing nagagamit ng ating mga players or ng mga bata during this uh, uh, trying times now um, siguro before I head into the other questions that I have for the both of you gentlemen uh, let me have um, a time with our uh, avid fan out here uh, and uh, our panelists as well Kent uh, brother Kent um Go ahead. Uh, kung may katanungan ka with uh, Coach Roxy and Coach Noel, this is your uh, time to shine. Taktay alam na kamit ka pa yata. Tanggalin ko nga sa pagkakamit. Hindi ako nag-mute niya na. Nakamit lang yan kanina. Yan na. Wala. Yan na, na. Go, go. Actually, ano, I have no questions. <laughs> Narinig ko na lahat eh. Um, yeah. They, okay. they explained it pretty well, all the progress. So, ano, it's just like, nice for them to really, ano, to really share it with the football community. Especially, they've been working under the radar this past two years in improving the quality of the the academy. Um, training more players from all walks of life. Um and yeah, you know, building building something from the ground up, uh, seeing it happen with your uh, your beloved club. It's just <laughs> ano, it's just a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Karina para I mean, actually pinagtatawanan si David kasi coaches. Uh, um, we were basically discussing na uh, this episode. Siguro we can say that this is dedicated for him. <laughs> Dahil uh, matagal niya nang sinusundan yung club and uh, I, I think the club is reaping its uh, you know uh, fruits of labor ikanga. Um ito si si Sir Glenn of the Six Yard Boxing Sports uh, uh Burgers and Sports. He has a very interesting question when we were on a break earlier. Uh, go ahead Glenn uh, throw in your question. Uh, thank you also, coaches, for gracing us and giving us the opportunity to uh, ask you these questions. So, uh, it's very simple. Lang naman. Um, you see, from the grassroots up, you uh, the academy invests uh, a lot of time, a lot of money, effort, patience into these youngsters. And uh, you groom them into becoming... Uh, top-class footballers and perhaps maybe in the future, uh, a future Azcal or another star. But what I'm really curious about is uh, during these trying times wherein there is still no senior team in existence, or perhaps there is, but it's not participating in top flight, uh, are we, um, is the academy providing assistance to uh, graduates, to um, 
to those who would be stepping up from youth cl- uh, from youth teams to uh, becoming potentially a professional, does the uh, academy provide assistance to them in getting in touch with the team, or are you pulling them for a potential comeback? How does it work? Because you see, one of the things that I'm really curious about is um, where. Uh, how the progression would be when it comes to where they're heading. So that's what I want to hear. Okay, uh, okay, I'll answer that here. Um, I think uh, for us, uh, for the longest time, we've only managed until uh, the under 17 age group. And uh, if there are any potential players uh, that we can recommend, we do go out. out of a comfort zone to communicate with um, with schools, with the coaches, um, trying to get them uh, at least a trial or uh, a trial for them uh, to experience, to see at what level they are at. And uh, uh, that's something that we can help them with. Uh, but again, uh, of course, this is um, if the potential of the player is there, we cannot be uh, we cannot be giving everyone that opportunity. So we, we do help those potential players who uh, who want to go to college and do not know how. So we do communicate with coaches who are at college level um, and with um, so to at least give them a, a trial there. All right. I think uh, um, I think I have nothing more. I think uh, in addition, sorry, in addition to Coach ahead, Roxy, um, well, to to really answer your question, um, I think when it comes to giving assistance or if it's monetary, I mean, if it's monetary, then I think the fund the fund of the academy has to be deep. That's one. Yeah. And um, since we're talking about uh, our 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 Leola, then. You mentioned earlier that Loyola Academy is on a rebuilding process, okay? And I think we already, Coach Roxy, Coach Roxy were able to establish um, the academy and Buhayin Shaulet. Okay, as he mentioned earlier, it starts with 20 students and some of the players are mga anak ng mga military, nasa Navy. Okay, so I think doon siya nagumpisa. Then when... Nagkaroon ng instances na hindi na sila nakapag-train doon sa Navy. Then went out to Pasig, I think. Went to Pasig. Okay, then now, eto ngayon yung taon na to. Before this pandemic, just to share you guys, before this pandemic, um, Loyola Academy has a plan of tying up it to LGU. Okay, so I think kung... Actually, we're planning that to happen this summer. Pero since na, na-declare nga yung pandemic by March, so na, na-stop siya and hindi nag-continue. So sayang. No? Kasi going back to your answer, Glenn, uh, to your question, Glenn, when it comes to assistance, I think if we have the assistance from LGU, okay, I think we can, we can we will be able to give assistance to those uh, players, graduating players. Okay, as, of the mem- as of the moment, ang naibibigay namin with those players graduating from the U17, um, we started to put up a team doing the sevens to give them exposure. Yeah, and um, it's not solely we're saying we put up a men's team on the sevens. 
but you can observe the roster of that team. It's not purely men's. It's not purely senior team. We have players there that are member of the U17s. We have players there that are 15 years old playing in the sevens, joining with their kuyas, and some of them are their titles already. Okay, so giving this opportunity for them to play with their kuyas and titos, I mean, I think that can give them uh, some sort of a moral booster for them to continue playing for the love for for the sport that they love. Okay, I think this is one. And um, having said, with tying up to LGU. Um, we already have players. I think Coach Rossi already established some, some sort of community in Pasig wherein um, most of the Loyola players are also um, residents of Pasig. Okay? And most of them are players playing for U15 and U17. Okay? So I think that the, 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 our progress is still, I mean, that's, that's one part of the plan that we are going to the progress okay, so hopefully um, that plan will still push through after this pandemic so at least we can really move forward to our our, our two three years plan with with with, with, with um, uh, Cause as my coach Roxy mentioning um, there's a two three years plan already. Okay, when it comes to progress of the players, but I think we need um, uh, support from uh, from an LGU to to do this uh, program. Yeah, and um, not only that, we also have plans on hosting an international tournament supposedly this year, but because of the pandemic, then um, nakarona naman ng Nakarona naman ng, um, ng, ng, ng somewhat um, hold on doon sa plano. So, that is one area wherein we will, we will have a discussion again. Um, again, um, go to plan, uh, go to the drawing board again and plan again what if payaga na and what if hindi. So, we have to come up with a certain plan on, 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 on running, running those uh, future program of, of Loyola. You know, Coach Roxy, Coach Roxy, malaming plano to eh. Kaya tahimik lang siya. Kaya tahimik lang. So, moving forward, hopefully, magbalik tayo sa normal so we can really work on on the things na on the plans na financial out na ni Coach Roxy. Grabe. Um, yung reaction ng Boong uh, eat sleep breed football gang. I mean, coming from someone who supports, uh, sabihin na nating rival club of Loyola. I- I'm I'm really getting excited with the fact that you know uh, 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 an academy like Loyola FC has this plan laid out. If not for the COVID-19 pandemic, eh, siguro uh, they they've been experiencing yung uh, yung hard earned. Um, results ng anilang labor and also um, succeed din ako dun sa um, kanilang ginagawa in terms of their uh, let's say men's team sa Sevens Football League I was there uh, every week I was there every Sunday nakikita ko yung team ni Coach Roxy and uh, ni Coach Noel uh, I've been seeing uh, yun nga yung U15 uh, actually I saw kundi ako nagkakamanay was like a U17 goalkeeper who went up against a very tough team in the seven 
happens before uh, before uh, all football events or activities were um, halted, eh, they went through um, very tough game, but I think they've won it. Uh, they've won that game. So, um, sobrang ganda and uh, I mean, if if I were Loyola fan, siguro just like Kent, I'll be. Um, uh, grinning to the top of my ears, but but then again, it's it's all for Philippine football, and I'm really happy to hear these uh, messages. We still have uh, probably a couple more questions, and we have a few more questions coming in from our viewers. So uh, right now, we're just gonna take a short break, and pagbalik namin eh, may excite pa tayo lalo sa movement ng Loyola FC Youth Academy. Dito lang yan sa hashtag Eat Sleep Breathe Football. Thank you so much again for watching. Uh, this is Tito J of Hang, Tito Mong Football Vlogger with another episode of Hashtag Eat Sleep Breathe Football. Kasama ulit natin si Coach Noel Marcaida, Technical Director of uh, Loyola U- uh, FC Youth Academy and uh, their head coach as well, Coach uh, Roxy Dorla. So um, before we head in, siguro dun sa questions na meron yung uh, ating uh, fans, uh, I think David uh, wants to ask a couple of questions. Go ahead, sir. Uh, so, uh, two question because um, I heard something interesting also from Coach um, Noel with uh, to Coach Noel with regards to because you said uh, um, among the five pillars right there is the social and the psychological one. Um, obviously, the pandemic has caused a lot of psychological problems maybe for the kids and also for the teenagers because it's the first time in you know history that this kind of event has happened. You know, not just only in the Philippines but around the world. You as coaches, how can you help um, you know your fellow players? In I know they have their parents, but sometimes they miss football, and sometimes you know they might view you as like your you know a second uncle, second father, you know a, a sort of figure in in football. So how can you you know try to cheer them up or try to say hey you know guys sooner or later we're gonna play again and also how can you guys like deal with the psychological part for for the young players of the youth academy? Well, first, first is we make sure that the program and the training sessions that we're doing is is um, fun. Okay, we make sure that um, every training we make sure that they're enjoying it. And after the session, after the virtual session, we make sure that they have that feeling of going back and missing the session again. Okay, and um, before we end the sessions, we always have that um, okay, with regards to the sessions, with regard to the session that we run, uh, what do they learn from it. Then not only that, we are also giving them um, homework, what to do, what to do sa bahay para maging busy sila, okay? Um, and the most important na ako sinasabi ko is they have to take this opportunity to, to stay fit. Okay? If they're really willing to improve, then they have to make sure that they stay fit. Okay? Kasi once na maging normal na and maalaw na yung training sa pitch, then if they still have that fitness, if they maintain that fitness, then it's going to be easier for them to train the pitch. Okay? Because it, 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 it's different and it's difficult once they're not fit, then going back to training, 
back to zero. So it's really hard. It's really hard. So we as coaches, our role and responsibility now with this pandemic is to make sure that our players continue their progress okay, through fun and enjoyable session. And at the same time, making sure that not only physically, but we also make sure that mentally they're, they're also ready. That's why um, Coach, Roxy did, Coach Roxy did this um, weekend session, a lecture, okay, making sure that they still learn the game through match analysis okay, by watching video and the Q&A discussion and every lecture for them to learn and for also for us to put, for us coaches also to hear um, insights from our, our uh, players. Okay, and it's really, it's really enjoyable, it's really fun and it's really interesting to hear um, uh, player views, player insights when you show them a video. Even, let's say, even an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, you know, sharing his insights. I mean, it's really great. Okay, with the guidance of the coaches. So I think it goes down to how do we motivate them with this pandemic? We make sure that they enjoy with our online session. We make sure that they learn from it, okay? not only physically, but also mentally through much analysis okay? and giving them homework. One example of, like, say, attacking on their social capabilities. If they're on occasion, we ask them what to do. We ask them what can they do with that occasion. Let's say Father's Day. Okay, we go back to the Father's Day and we ask them what have you, what, ano ginawa mo doon sa Father's Day. Okay, so with that, I mean, they were, makakapag-isip na sila. Ibigay mo yung assignment na may isip nila. Ano yung pwede nilang gawin para sa dad nila? No? And at the same time, we're not just attacking the individual, the player itself. We're also attacking the family. Okay, kasi asking them or giving them homework, okay, there are moments that they will ask their parents how to do that homework. Okay, so some way, when you're not just hitting the player itself, you're also giving um, uh, a responsibility for the player and the parents to really bond, okay, and do things for them to really work together. So, yun yung, yun yung attack, yun yung attack namin. Uh yeah, thank thanks very much. And um, follow up question for uh Coach uh, Roxy. So, hopefully, um, maybe in the next few years, if all the projects go well, and you know, with the increase of LGUs, increase of you know, um, basically loyal having another senior team. Let's say all of these years go well. Uh, is there like um more or less uh do you have any plans of making like uh you know Loyola sort of like in the Eredivisie type of mentality that. Uh, you help with the kids, not just with only, you know, with football, but let's say coming out from school, they train at the same time, you know, providing them with educational assistance uh, with, um, you know, uh, so that they can focus on both on maybe uh, on football at the same time on their education. Is there a sort of uh, plan? Um, do you guys uh, try to make it as a sort of blueprint for, you know, for the educational system uh, towards your players? Uh, well, to be honest, uh, not within my plans uh, to be straightforward, but uh, maybe I can share with you as well. When uh, when I was uh, still, I, when I was born and raised in the Netherlands, um, at maybe eight, nine years old, um, I was already uh, scouted to play for uh, a professional 
international clubs other than Man. And uh, that's actually how they operate. So um, you'll be offered to, uh, uh, to play for their academy. And then at the same time, uh, they will offer they'll, you have a specific school that you have to go to. Uh, you have an adjusted schedule. So uh, based on uh, on the training sessions that you have. So if you have uh, training sessions in, in the afternoon, okay, your, your schedule will be adjusted based on, uh, on, your, on your training schedule. So uh, it, it, would be, it would be something to look forward to here in the Philippines. I'm not sure if anyone is doing it right now. Um, but um, that, that would be that would be the direction that the uh, Philippine football should be going to. Uh, if it was uh, if it was my opinion, uh, I think we should always link education to, uh, to sports. Uh, and uh, I think hopefully in the near future that's something that we can consider doing. Um, I don't I don't think we are ready for it yet, but um, uh, I think that should be in our plans. Yes, definitely. Okay, thank you very much, and also thank you for you know trying. Uh, it's a pity that you guys weren't able to go to Zamboanga. You know, it's nice that you guys uh, expand also to Mindanao. Me talking as a Mindanaoan, I really appreciate it. So thank you very much. That's it for my questions. All right, thank you so much, David. Napagandang tanong and uh, mas maganda rin yung sagot actually. Now, um, we head into the question, siguro from our viewers, uh, especially coming from uh, Coach Maor Rosen. Uh, so first, uh, this is a question for um, for Coach Roxy. Um, Coach Moore said that one of the best left foot I have ever seen in the Philippines and I wanted to have in my teams there. Um, his question was, what degree of maturity in training must a coach have in order to lead a national team in any category or let's say in your case, um, uh, an academy? Sorry, could you repeat that question? Sorry. Sure. Um, he asked, uh, what... Sorry. What degree of maturity in training must a coach have in order to lead a national team in any category or let's say an academy team? Okay, um, thank you Coach Moore for that question. Okay, so um, maybe at, at the national team level because um, yes, I, I've been coaching at national team level for uh, almost three years right now. I think uh, to answer that question, I think very important to, uh, to be able to manage your session so to be planning ahead of time um, so going into going into your, your training session you should be prepared okay uh, not just yourself even your coaching staff they should be uh, they should be going on the field knowing what to do uh, which um, Which players they have to uh, have to further improve. At the same time, I think that uh, uh, you should always to prepare the players even before going to the training sessions. We have a short briefing on what they have to expect already on uh, on what the training session is going to be about. So uh, I think that's very important for the players as well. Um, 
the play, the coach itself, um, it should be adaptable. Okay, uh, the reason why they have to be adaptable is because I think that a coach is working with different kind of players. Uh, some of the players are the same, and uh, some some players they are very coachable, and some players have an unbelievable talent, but um, difficult to be working with, and it's, it's important for the coach to get the best out of them. So uh, we sometimes have to put ourselves out of that comfort zone and really try to uh, try to talk to them personally, sit down with them, uh, and um, and sometimes uh, really try to work with those players on trying to get the best out of them. So um, I think being adaptable is important. Uh, for, for coach. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Coach Moore. I hope you uh, were able to hear the answer of Coach Roxy regarding your question. Siguro follow up ko na lang dun, uh, Coach Roxy. Um, w- was it difficult to find like quality coaches for your academy? And if so, uh, c- can you like uh, enlighten us with the selection process that you do have for the coaches that you will be having in your in your academy? Well. Um... I like working with coaches I'm familiar with. I like working with coaches I can trust. Um, at the same time, it's uh, a level of competition that they have played already. I think that's very important um, as well. I don't think that um, a coach, uh, a coach does not being able cannot translate um, some of the things to a player. If he hasn't played at a certain level, so I think it's very important also for a coach to uh, to play at a high level, at least college level or uh, professional club level, uh, national team level. I think it's very important. Um, also, I think coaches should be willing to learn. Uh, they should be passionate. Um, if you're passionate, you're, you're, you're automatically hardworking as well. Uh, at the same time, young coaches are always open for uh, discovery. So they want to keep learning. They want to educate themselves. Uh, doing the coaching courses is very important. So uh, just to answer your question, so coaches should be passionate. Uh, uh, coaches should be trustworthy, uh, reliable, independent, are very important, and then played at a certain level uh, of competition already. Uh, coaches selection, I think, um, maybe correct me if I'm coach wrong, coach the well, but um, we, uh, we look at their uh, player and coaching experience, so we look at their uh, CV, then uh, we have an interview. Uh, we consider also that, uh, of course, which available age group they have to be coaching. Uh, they'll get a trial session, and then that's the time we even have a decision. If I'm right, <laughs> Yes, I think um, those are factors, okay, in, in, in trying to look for coaches. Yeah, one is as very important as what Coach Roxy, Coach Roxy said. Um, that coach must 
have an experience playing on a competitive level. Okay, not national team, maybe um, a, a collegiate uh, competition, UAP and Okay, because I think our coaches there on 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 those colleges are licensed coaches. Okay, and um, learning from them is is very important. Okay, but that not necessarily mean that if you're a good player, you can be a good coach. Yeah, because if you're a good player, okay, and if you're not open-minded to coaching, then you will never learn. Okay, so I think for me, looking for coaches, it's easy to look for coaches. Yeah, but it's hard to look for coaches who's committed and open-minded. Okay, I think that's very important for me. Yeah, because I think if they're committed, then they make sure that they'll they'll put time on everything okay when it comes to coaching that's first then second is if they're open-minded that means they're eager to learn and they will never stop learning okay and um again um for for loyola program part of our program is not just to get coaches not just getting players and make make that development Part of our program is also to teach the coaches. Okay, so we're not we're not just we're not just developing um, players in, in 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 Loyola. We're also trying to help coaches development. All right. I think that actually uh, answers uh, that follow-up question that I have. Siguro um. I I just want to tackle more on the pressing uh let's say pressing issues that we currently have in terms of the grassroots development team. As we all know, there have been articles that were being posted out there. There are like opinionated articles uh, being put out by several writers regarding the grassroots program here in the Philippines. Uh, there are suggestions as well to do um let's say a draft type of um of uh, selection for the players for uh, clubs and national teams um siguro what we would like to know here first is that uh either coach noel or coach roxy can answer um siguro what we would like to know is where do you think does the uh, federation needs to step in in terms of uh, let's say assistance or what what do they need to improve what in terms of assisting academies or youth teams here in the country okay um i'll, I'll answer that okay if we talk about grassroots um i think we have to um consider the category okay mm-hmm. when we say grassroots it's 12 and under okay when you say grassroots it's 12 and under okay so 13 above it's already considered as youth okay um when it comes to pff giving assistance to grassroots development 100 percent Okay, PFF are, are giving assistance to grassroots development. Okay, AFC recognized PFF to have a good grassroots development, not only once, but twice. Okay, so that means if AFC 
recognize the grassroots development of the Philippines, then that means that our grassroots program is good. Okay? There are progress of the grassroots, in, in grassroots. Now, my thing is, if we have good grassroots development, why is it that when we go for U15, U17, U19 competition, okay, we get hammered internationally? Okay? So the problem there is not the grassroots. The problem there is the youth development. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So if we say about youth development, what do we need for our youth player develop? Okay? I think this is where the PFF should, for me, this is where the PFF should give assistance to the academy. Okay? It's not monetary. In a sense of how will the PFF expose these players in a competition? Okay, so my point is aside from grassroots development, when they reach 13 to 19, there's lack of competition. Okay, that's one area where in there's a big gap if you compare of 12 years old going to 19 years old when it comes to international competition. Okay. They are nakalamang yung ibang bansa because they have continuous competition from to the youth that has that already. Okay? They have U15 competition. Supposedly, they'll have a U15 nationals. They'll have a U17, I think. Mm -hmm. But the pandemic, then the whole thing shut, and they will be, and it will be pushed through next year. All right. So union point call. So I think PFF assistance to academies through exposure, uh, through competition. Okay. With competitions, then these youth players will be exposed to different level of competition. Okay. The more games, the better. If players played more games, then there are better development. Okay? But if you only keep on training, then you don't play, then that's a big problem. Because you will not be tested if you don't play. Okay? There, it's a different test if you just, it's a different, it's a different test on trainings on the, compared to uh, application in game. Okay, so yun lang, yun lang yung akin. I mean, the PFF, I think, are doing their job when it comes to grassroots. Okay, but the question now is the continuity. Okay, youth program. Okay, so I think number one there is competition. Okay, but I salute to PFF as well as they are doing this U15 and U17 nationals. Okay, dun nga, na-hold siya ng pandemic then there are certain um, rules that we have to follow from the government. Then they'll, I think, that they will, that, that U17, U15 competition will be moved to next year. Mm -hmm. okay? So I think, I mean, we can see that there, 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 um, there's plan. Okay? Uh, there's movement when it comes to youth development. Okay? Yep. Uh, oh yeah, that's it. 
Thank you so much, Coach. And, and I believe, uh, Coach Roxy, you've experienced this as well. Um, you've handled uh, one of our youth national teams, if I'm not mistaken, on one uh, tournament in Indonesia wherein uh, you were, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was in Indonesia. But you were pitted against the hosts of uh, the said tournament. And uh, the, the level of maturity, I can say, was kind of different or the level of experience was very different because in that tournament, of course, as you expect with Indonesia they, they love their football out there and even in the uh, the youth level they they can pack the stadiums and uh, yeah so uh, um, what are your thoughts regarding regarding this where in the or where the federation lacks in terms of their support with the youth uh, youth development teams yeah uh, thank you. I, I think that you're talking about uh, the most recent AFC yeah, yeah. When we uh, when we did Indonesia, mm. okay. um, yes, definitely big big uh, uh, difference when it comes to the, the playing environment. I think we were playing uh, an evening game, and we were playing, uh, and there were about maybe five to ten thousand people watching, and we're talking about an under fifteen level uh, competition. Mm. So, uh, a big difference when it comes to support. Uh, no, I agree with Coach Noel. I think uh, playing more games is definitely very important. Uh, not just competitive games. I think that, uh, that we can also um, have non-competitive play games without any rules. I think that's very important as well. I think that uh, kids need to be playing outside, uh, be creative, uh, and then try to identify what kind of player they are. I think that that helps as well. I think that helps as well. But uh, maybe providing uh, international teams that to the Philippines, uh, or sending uh, the stronger teams to a, a strong international competition outside of the Philippines. I think that definitely will benefit the players to get that experience. So uh, yes, again, competition is important. All right, thank you. And uh, yeah, I mean, exposure is uh, the main thing that these uh, youth uh, players need. Siguro, um, final uh, question to the both of you. Um, what does your academy or what do you aspire to bring to uh, Philippine football for years to come? For me, honestly, Jamer, I just want Philippines to be recognized as one of the bigger uh, football countries in Asia. Uh, so that, that's really my, my dream. I, I see that the Filipino, uh, the Filipinos have that potential. Uh, we're, we're talking about players like Chippy Calicton, um, talking about players like uh, Nano, who played for Kaya, uh, coming from FAU. But they're not the biggest players, but they're quick, they're agile, they're skillful, they have good decision making. So uh, we have very talented players. And um, I think if we uh, continue to move forward in that direction, to really uh, um, work with the grassroots, work with the youth level, um, I, I think that we can compete. Um, among the bigger countries in uh, in Asia, and I think that should be the direction of Philippine football. 
So um, I, I was continuing to work with the grassroots level. Uh, I want to continue working with the youth level uh, just to make sure that the um, Philippines would be recognized as uh, one of those contenders in uh, in uh, in Asia. Thank you, Coach uh, Roxy. Gaunaman, Coach Noel, um, anything that you'd like to add to what Coach Roxy said? Well, you know, I agree doon sa sinabi ni Coach Roxy, no? Um, dapat yung football natin sa Pilipinas, makilala siya, okay? Southeast Asia. Sa Southeast Asia. Pero first, if we have to go back, I think we have to identify muna the DNA of of a football player, of a Filipino football player. Okay? Kailangan muna nating alamin ano yung DNA ng isang football player natin. Okay? Kasi I think if we have that DNA, then we can work from there. Alam natin kung ano yung tatrabahuin natin player from the grassroots to youth going to the, the, the national team player. Okay? That's one. It's very important. Okay? It's very important. Kasi if we don't have that DNA, then our development is not synchronized. Okay? Magkakaroon tayo ng kanya-kanyang development. So it's very important for us to, to, to identify that DNA. What type of players, of a Filipino player, na gusto natin. Okay? Uh, next is, anong style, anong style ng, 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 ng national, ano ang style ng laro ng national team natin? Okay, kasi isang bagay din yun that we can develop our youth players through the style of our national team. Yeah? Kasi kung let's say meron kang magaling na defense na di-develop pero hindi siya akma doon sa national team so there's no youth. Diba? Hindi natin, I mean, we're not, we're, hindi natin na-align yung path na gusto natin going to top. Okay? I guess if meron tayo ng ganitong setup then yung in-aim natin to be recognized and to be known as the football the foot uh, uh, a great football country in Southeast Asia then madali siyang mga madali siyang madali siyang makuha kung ma-identify natin yan okay um yun yung akin pero sino ba yung ayaw di ba i think ako gusto ko rin di ba gusto i mean that's one of the aim why we develop players for our players to play in an international level, okay? On my part, doing JK Marks program solely for goalkeepers, this is not just to develop goalkeeper to play for a national, for a, for a, for a, for a collegiate level, okay? I'm trying to develop a goalkeeper that can be the next Patrick Dato, okay? Local, okay? Local player, okay? A, a real homegrown that playing abroad. Okay, so that's the main, that's the next target of JK Marks Academy. Okay, develop a goalkeeper that can play in international level and can play abroad. Okay. All right. I think that settles uh, what we really want to hear from these two coaches that we do have in our podcast today. One last thing: anyone else you'd like to greet, invite, or? Whatever, just go ahead, Coach. Uh, let's start off with you, Coach Noel. You'd like to uh, give your uh, shout outs or let's say yung yung uh, pangangamusta. <laughs> um, well, first, um, thank you very much, Jamer, Glenn, David, and Ken for this opportunity. Okay, to share 
kung ano yung ginagawa namin with this pandemic how do we what's what's our progress to share that with that with you um hopefully uh, matapos na yung pandemic no and magbalik na tayo sa normal so we can really work more on the sport that we love okay and um well i'm promoting gk marks and Loyola. <laughs> yeah so yep. if you're if if there are parents watching this if you are interested for your kids to do um football activity at home um contact Loyola Marilca Academy if there are goalkeepers that also want to join learn from JK Marks also um don't hesitate to contact us okay um follow my JK Marks TV if if you guys want to know um, goalkeeping, if you guys want to have a goalkeeping workout, goalkeeping challenges, okay, video of goalkeeping will be posted there. Shout out to my family. Okay. Uh, Lavelle, my wife, um, Skylar, and Zoe. Okay. Um, that's it. Thank you very much. A privilege to, to be here with your show, on your show. Thank you so much, Coach Noel. Go naman po, Coach Roxy. Okay, uh, thank you, Jamer, Kent, Glenn, David, uh, for having us. Um, it's uh, something I was looking forward to. Thank you so much, Kent, for your support. Okay, um, yes, again, I would like to invite everyone, um, all, the, all the players, to uh, try this experience to, uh, to do the virtual sessions with Leo FC. Um, so, for, for all those watching, um, and you're interested to join uh, uh, virtual sessions with Leon FC, okay? Uh, please go visit the Facebook page of Leon FC Academy. Um, I would also like to take this opportunity to uh, to thank uh, our sponsors, Rad Chameleon and uh, Daniel Juicy Hot Dog for your continuous support, and um, the LGUs who have been supporting us and uh, the, the local clubs for our provincial tours. Thank you so much um, for your continued support. And uh, of course, I, uh, my mom watching, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend and the kids. Thank you so much for, for supporting us all. Alright, thank you so much Coach Roxy and Coach Noel. Uh, there you have it guys, uh, a very fruitful uh, program of the uh, uh, Loyola FC uh, Youth Academy and we hope that we could get um, other um, uh, programs here as well. Uh, we hope we can get other uh, youth academies here as well in our program. Um, we just have a couple more things to say. Um, we, uh, our uh, guests have already left us. Again, uh, thank you so much for joining our podcast. Siguro, uh, we want to wrap this up uh, with, um, you know, uh, with something that we would like to say about how uh, Loyola FC has been doing their youth program uh, I'm really happy that you know uh, even though during this pandemic um eh, nagagawan pa rin nila ng paraan to be with um uh, to be with uh, to be with uh, their players even virtually nagagawa nila ng paraan yan and uh, I, I give my uh, big kudos to them it's really amazing to see uh, how they've been doing uh, stuff 
just to make sure that these players are still um you know in tip top condition and make sure na hindi sila uh, nahihirapan and all um pababalikin ko lang yung mga kasama ko uh ayun. so again uh, i'm really happy that we were able to have them uh siguro hintayin ko lang yung tatlo na bumalik Sorry, di na nakapag. Alright, so ito lang, pabalikin lang namin yung uh, grupo uh, just for you guys uh, to uh, talk to us. Um, ayan, so unti-unti uh, na silang bumabalik. Um, Kent! Pakisabi kay Coach Roxy, sorry na naputol tayo. In due time, hindi na natin may experience to once we have, you know, wink, wink. Kung ano man yung inaayos ni Tito. But, yeah, squeeze mo na yung brief mo. Kasi grabe ka basa. <laughs> um, actually, kanina pa namin pinag-uusapan to that Kent, Kent is really happy. Um... He's really Bro, the happy. fan in you is like fuck y'all. No 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 no. Um, <laughs> oy guys, naka live tayo ah. <laughs> naka live tayo ah. Pero ano? Pero um, uh, yun lang. I, I mean, yes, the kaya fan inside of me is like envious because uh, I, I've been hearing these uh, plans from uh, Loyola. However, you don't have to worry. Um, probably on our next podcast, we'll have um, uh, Kai FC Academy Director, uh, ah, wala na. Coach broke Chris. Your diapers, <laughs> probably, I'm I'm just planning. Pero uh, I I I just got inspired because I I want to see how the other teams are doing it. If Loyola is doing it uh, right now like this, uh, a rebuilding club, a rebuilding academy, what more? yung um, yung well established na academy na like Kaya FC Academy. So, I hope we could get them on the podcast next time. But nevertheless, it's it's been a fun interactive episode once again and thank you so much Ken for making this possible for us. Uh, if not for your uh, wet uh, uh, pants and all, we wouldn't be having uh, coach Roxy in our podcast. And thank you so much as well to coach Noel, coach Roxy. Sorry we weren't able to uh, bid our goodbyes. Uh, um mukhang nire-restrict tayo ni uh, ni um ni Zoom for that but yun nga um siguro before we wrap things up uh, for this podcast for today um unahin natin si Kent how hopeful are you for this not only for Loyola not only for Loyola but the entire country's grassroots and youth development program over the next should we say five to ten years? How hopeful are you in, in in the programs that we do have here in the country? Um, for me, I have very, I have, I have very high hopes for it. Um, from twenty ten to twenty, from to now, um, may di ko masasabi na ane na naging talagang ideal yung development curve, like what we all have envisioned. Pero there's been progress, and we can't deny that. And those ten years, it has been really still a lot of um, challenges, a lot of losses. But no, a lot of mistakes. But you learn from losses. You learn from defeats. 
and um important thing is um you all learn from them and know how to correct those mistakes and bounce back um it's good to know na ano na we're getting there one step at a time and um hopefully the national youth grassroots program will really take flight into the next five years with all these tournaments na na i na i na i and pff yun that ng tournaments that they will organize because that's what's needed not only assistance but exposure to the youth players um for loyola um I don't admit. <laughs> I got wet. Who would it be? I mean, it, it's ano, it's the club that you support. Yeah. Sabi ko nga ano, since time immemorial. So um, sobrang ano, sobrang I, I know that you're so wet right now, and you can't wait to go to the bathroom. And ano um, de ah uh, siguro ano nung tiba tiba ano sinoy opinion parang nung una ano eh, when the club was established, I had certain reservations about. How will they do this or that? But seeing the progress, um, uh, 2018, 2019 until now, parang ano eh, nakakagulat. Like you're seeing a good thing come together. It's like um, yeah, it's like planting a tree. Seeing the tree grow, mm. ganon. Mm-hmm. So yun um, I just hope na ano na yun nga ano the day will come na yun. Makita ulit natin sa top flight. Um, aside from having a very Uh, re- uh, thriving academy and I hope all uh, other clubs will follow suit on how Loyola develop the, mo- the model yun lang ano okay. kasi yeah ano kasi uh, it's not easy but coach Roxy and uh, napansin ko lang dun sa kanila sa mga coaches in the academy they never stop learning they hindi sila na, they're not um, hindi sila nakukulong sa concept na pwede na yan true uh, it's, it's academy um, ito lang dapat gawin natin they really look for ways to go beyond over and beyond what an academy should do in basically do mm. and that's the ano, that's the thing uh, with academy uh, with the youth the football system dito hindi pwedeng pwede na we should continue innovating improving every step of the way and uh, eventually pag ganyan yung model we'll see more stronger football institutions here And that's what we want. Actually, ano nga, uh, just to give a quick shout out to one of the coaches of Loyola FC Youth Academy na nakikita ko rin sa Facebook. He's been uh, very uh, you know, invested in this program and I'm seeing it a lot on his social media account. Uh, Coach Aaron Flores, um, uh, just yes. a quick shout out. Alam mo yung uh, just seeing this one coach of Loyola uh, who continuously learn on uh, what Uh, he needs to uh, to teach to the kids kung ano yung kailangan pa niyang aralin as as a coach um i i mean if you're not happy with with this uh kind of coach i don't know what else will make you happy with this kind of program so um we really appreciate the efforts of your coaches out there in Loyola FC um ikaw, ikaw david uh what can you say about this uh this episode that we have i know that we had a couple of episodes that's really um exciting it's really amazing to hear but this time it's it's kind of refreshing Uh, for us to hear na it's from the grassroots so your thoughts on it uh first of all um Kent made a lot of you know um really really good points 
uh, I, I totally understand. Um, the only thing I just want that also Loyola teaches, and not just only Loyola, maybe hopefully other youth academies, is that, you know, football is for everyone. I know there's a fee, but that fee is uh, going to something bigger. It it will serve as something that will assist not just only the academy, but also, you know, the the players. And hopefully, you know, sooner or later, parents will realize that it's also an investment towards their kids. It's also an investment because, uh, you know, uh, not, let's say, you know, yeah, of course, school is also important, but, you know, also football is very important when it comes to discipline, when it comes to creating social, you know, um, how do you say this, uh, being social towards others to understand empathy, to understand that it's not about you. It's also about the other. So uh, hopefully that uh, they will realize that, you know, um, that it's for everyone. Football's for everyone. It's not for the elite. And that football's also, you know, um, there is a fee, but it's towards uh, basically, you know, like towards life, you know, towards life lessons. And so it's, you know, it's really also for the, at the same time, for the love of the game. And, you know, seeing... Uh, I'm also, you know, I, I, like when I'm actually jealous of Loyola because at the end of the day, like, even though they don't have a senior team, they have a youth team. As while here in Davao, we have nothing. So uh, it, it's really sad. It's really sad. But I like it that they're going, you know, um, even outside Metro Manila, you know, because we need to also help also the other uh, kids that, are outside of Luzon and basically that's it. So I'm really happy for this. It's uh, also an eye-opening thing for me with regards to our youth academy, knowing that they're really doing well. And um, I see, uh, you know, sometimes. Sorry, I'm. I'm it. Sorry, uh, because. Ajit kaba. It, ano eh, it, no, it's like parang ano lang eh, It's it. I, I'm having tears of joy because it's parang, you know. There's actually a future for football. There's actually a future for football. Knowing that there are people like Coach, those, uh, how do you say? It? Oh my God, I can't even remember the name. Coach Joel and Coach Roxy, in, in how do you say this? In you know, at the hands. If what if we have a hundreds of Coach Roxies and Coach Noels around the Philippines, diba? And then the thing that gave me goosebumps is that we are, according to them, we are already giants in Southeast Asia. Yes, sir. Amen. So when they said that, na parang, <sighs> you know, like goosebumps and all, man, and it, it, like tears just came out in front, like just hearing those things. So it was a very emotional and very educational uh, episode. So, yeah. If we have wet pants of Kent Garcia, we have teary-eyed Johnny Pampa. I mean, uh, I I understand because being you know, uh, hindi ko man tinuloy, but being a grassroots uh, coach myself with with uh, with Santo Cristo FC before, I, I mean, I understand the the struggles that we do have to endure with um, you know, uh, yung yung tipong whenever you're training inside the court. Uh, people are like, you know, uh, siguro parang tinataboy ka because uh, they feel like you don't belong there. But uh, we were using the facility to its, um, 
maximum for us to be able to uh, bring out the potential of the players and when we were given the chance to play on the pitch um, thanks to uh, the Quezon City Science uh, High School um, I mean yeah, it was it was great it was fun we were able to play on the pitch however our problem there was um, you know uh, one one problem that we have experienced was uh, when there was a school program in uh, Kesai uh, we have we had to wait uh, for all the cars to leave uh, the field because they used the field unfortunately they used the field as um, you know a, a parking a parking lot but nevertheless uh, hearing uh, that we have coaches like coach Noel coach Roxy uh, taking care of our grassroots and our youth development teams the future really is bright if if you saw on our last episode with Harvey Gayosa that we have a bright future here in football Ewan ko kung anong klaseng LED light ang binigay sa atin ni Coach Noel and Coach Roxy. Right now, knowing that we have uh, these type of coaches, not only with Loyola but with other teams as well, we have these type of coaches who are very passionate in what they do and uh, very um, you know, uh, goal-centered to bring out the best of our youth players and uh, siguro hubugin sila to be the next Chiefy Kaligdong, the next Ayan Araneta, the next Philin James Young Husband, the next Harvey Gayoso, uh, or whoever player it is, uh, so long as they will represent the country. Um, you know, uh, Glenn, your, your final thoughts on the discussion that we had today? Well, I would just like to add to what uh, Papi Kent and uh, Johnny Pampa has already added. Um, I've written about this uh, last Saturday, and I cannot stress it even more, just like what uh, David's already stressed out. Football is never for the elite. It never was. And accessibility is not for I mean, I, I am looking forward to how Philippine football would be progressing in the future. Because looking at all these bright coaches and all of these passionate fans and all of uh, this, all of the effort that we can see all coming together for the love of the game itself that in itself is something that hindi mo hindi basta basta it's something that we've already started building and it's something that i know will keep growing so looking at uh, what they have in store for us adding yun nga yung previous interviews natin with uh, Harvey Gio. so i'm really looking forward to how uh, philippine football would be developing in the next few years uh, I mean, uh, look at it this way. Ten year, uh, ten years ago, we were nothing. We were whipping the whipping boys, boys of, of Southeast yes. Asia. Whipping boys of Southeast Asia, tambakan. You know, they just play with us for the goal difference. At nakaka nakakalungkot man isipin, pero yes, that was the mentality. And then again, ten years after, yun nga, we're here, and it this kind of football revolution isn't really something that should be happening in just 10 years. It's something that normally takes a longer time, but we're here. And knowing that we have a bright future ahead of us, knowing that we have all of these bright minds, all of these passionate hearts uh, fighting for uh, the existence of football, I I know that it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be all right. So what I'm really looking in uh, i what i really um wanted to uh, wanted to see in the future is more participation from the lgu not just for schools but as far as providing the opportunity for the kids for the grassroots to experience the game bakit nga ba masikat si basketball it's because 
basketball has been made so accessible that it's almost literally being shoved right down the kids' throats. When it comes to school programs, basketball lang ang laro, volleyball lang ang laro. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a lot of sports. And I'm not just saying football here. We can excel in plenty of sports that does not require height, that makes use of our small, bod- uh, small build, our agility. I mean... There's plenty of it there, but being a passionate football fan, I want to push football further, uh, a little bit more further ahead than the other sport. But just uh, it just comes to so that what we really re- well, what we really need in order for both the grassroots and the youth teams and everybody else to push forward is exposure, and the LGUs can provide that by just simply adding or tweaking their. Um, the the infrastructure that we have kasi puro basketball court ang itinatayo puro basketball jet and i don't have anything against basketball kasi when gilas plays when the national flag is on their chest i will bloody watch that game mm-hmm. and if i had the opportunity i would even jump with the ultras and scream with them for basketball but that's the thing basketball is being given too much attention that other sports are being neglected and i really want Everybody, not just—I uh, want not just the government, but everybody, the, the LGUs, the, the fans. Everybody needs to chip in, push this a little bit further. And I—I I know that the efforts being done by uh, by our coaches, by Coach Noel, by Coach Roxy, and pretty much every other coach and team managers in all of the other clubs and academies in the country is really going to. Um, it's really going to build into something beautiful and i'm really looking forward to it and that's why that's why i joined you guys so that we could push this uh, this further along the future so it's been an honor to uh, uh join this podcast with y'all wow grabe naman yeah. yon anyway um actually ako ako ang masasabi ko lang diyan is eto e- lang um i mean I-, i already said my piece but i just want to reiterate uh with with what uh coach maor earlier said with the symptoms and the disease we have already seen the symptoms and the disease itself this is your cure this is the cure that we are looking for if you want uh to avoid what happened with Uh, what's happening right now with Ceres or what happened with Davao or with Meralco, um, this is what you do. You uh, you start from the ground up. You start from the you start from the ground roots. You 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 build it uh, from the ground up, and then uh, yeah, Coach Mora, this is this is probably the cure that we are looking for. Once uh, LGU starts to see that there is a bright future for the kids. Among their locality, their city, their barangay, or whatever it is, once they start seeing the potential, I'm pretty sure they will give their support to it. Because um, case in point, Quezon City has done that with their Quezon City Football Club. Valenzuela City has done that with their street soccer program here. Um, if not for this COVID-19 pandemic, we have season three of the street soccer program here in the Phil- uh, here in Valenzuela, here here in our locality. We're in um, thousands. I'm not saying hundreds. Thousands of kids attend these sessions in several barangays or districts here in Valenzuela. So um, it goes to show that if there's a bright future. Your LGU, your locality will really give their support to you. Um, siguro uh, just 
for us to um, you know uh, bring in our um, uh, uh, members as well of the panel although they cannot join us right now we were able to get their uh, you know um, oh yeah uh, Tondo FC sorry uh, uh, David Tondo FC uh, their program is really amazing as well so those are the things that you can look into. Um, with, with the other members of the panel that we do have, we have uh, Sai Harudo, Sai Graphics, and uh, John Eleven Gozon of uh, Ultra Ceres. Uh, we were able to get their statements on uh, what happened about their club. Uh, here's what John Eleven Gozon said. We can't deny that we're really greatly affected or they were greatly affected of the news. But I personally uh, truly understand the situation where LRY is at right now. And with the club name and owner change, I guess I'll be a casual supporter. Lang muna, my loyalty is the Ceres Negros FC and LRY. Hasta mapatay. I wish the new owner best of luck in their campaign. And ito naman si Saya Haruda, the one who creates the graphics that you can see uh, sa aming uh, podcast is um, ito. Ang sinabi niya is... As I consider myself as a part of the Ceres uh, family, I'm saddened by the fact that it has to uh, it has come to an end as a Ceres Negros team. But I'm hoping for the success of the team's future games or matches. Ceres Negros has been instrumental in molding me as an artist, to which I am so grateful. Boss LRY has been so appreciative of my work, and because of that, I am thankful. I am still looking forward to work with the team, and if given a chance, if given a chance, Ceres Negros will always be Ceres Negros. So, ito yung sinasabi natin. Um, I, I think, oh, ayano wala na. Ito yung sinasabi natin na uh, whatever change of ownership, change of name it is, the legacy, the history of the club will always be there. Uh, they will always support uh, Ceres Negros or whatever the name of the new club is gonna be. But nevertheless, um. Uh, when one chapter of a book closes, another one opens. We were able to see how uh, Loyola FC Academy or Youth Academy's story is coming up. Uh, give it three, four years from now, two, three years from now, the plans of the club. Uh, give them enough time. I'm pretty sure you'll see them in the top flight again. Uh, once football resumes, um, catch them. Uh, the Film Life Sevens Football League uh, with their with their Division Two teams, U19, U17, or even U15 players playing with their senior players as well. Um, ultras, and, ultras cheering U15 and, players, and even Frente Naranya <laughs> cheering the youth players. These youth players, I mean. This is the atmosphere that we're looking for. This is something that we're looking forward to seeing. Um, I'll just take this time to read the comments of our uh, of our um, you know uh, viewers. Uh, Coach Aaron Flores, thank you uh, uh, for the love of the game. Yeah. Um, shout out to Coach Aaron, Coach Kit, Coach Charles, Coach Ding Dong, uh, coming from Kent. Uh, from Veronica Dorlas, football brings people together. Give a kid a ball and just look at them play and connect. When you uh, say the Netherlands, one of the first thing you mention is football. Hopefully that uh, that time will come here in the Phil- or that will come to the Philippines too. Roxy has that running in his blood, Dutch Filipino. You got this and keep following your dream. Coming from Carson, well done all, amazing episode. Kent, I'm sure is really happy about the Loyola development. Coach Rox Dorlas, well done. Respect. Uh, well done, friend Naranya, for the amazing support. Kudos to all club football fans who has been there. Um, 
Giancarlo Katahan, Viva Loyola FC, um, Maris, Adamos, Manuel, Go Saya, um, Actually, sa ating uh, group chat amongst the gang, uh, Saya said na this uh, podcast eh, napakamalaman ng naging usapan ng podcast na to. And, uh, ayun, uh, thank you so much to all of the viewers that we do have. We still have, you know, up to 20 watching us. I mean, it's unprecedented. By this time, feeling ko nasa 10 na lang tayo or 5 na lang yung nanonood. But, uh, we still have about 20 of you guys watching us. So, thank you so much. I would like to give a special shout out to as well to my uh, dearly beloved girlfriend for sticking with me despite the hardships that we do have right now. Um, we'll, we'll get through this. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll talk to you after this podcast. So, ayan. Um, plugs. Graphics by uh, Saya Graphics. Um, uh, Huddle PH. Uh, join us as we bring you... Um, uh, Um, unbiased um, news through Huddle PH hashtag join the play hashtag run the huddle uh, sa mga dyan si Ken and eventually uh, si Papi Glenn um, sulit yung 2 hours sabi ni Alerion Fuerte Asha, um, plug as well for the What's Up show the What's Up football and F1 show by Johnny Pampa uh, catch us tomorrow I think uh, tama tomorrow uh, we'll be discussing football again um ano pa ba? And Formula One. And Formula One. Uh, the Six-Yard Box Burgers and Sports by Glenn Casas. Ayan. Uh, maraming maraming salamat. Yung burger mo, inintay na namin. Pag, uh, pag yan, lumabas kami una yan. Ken, ikaw, meron ka bang shout-out? Uh, oh, shout-out to... Siyempre, Loyola F. <laughs> Ayan. Thanks. So, kay Coach, uh, kay Coach Roxy and Coach Noel na pumayag talaga kayo na maging guest sa podcast. Really appreciate it. Um... Shout out din to all of the coaches sa academy, uh, Coach Aaron Flores, Coach uh, Charles Villarino, Coach Kit Salangit, Coach uh, Dingdong Fornea. Sana okay kayo kay mm. Coach Ma- Dingdong Fornea. Ano Mary's Manuel. Uh, shout out. Uh, special shout out, shout out kay Sir Raymond Deomampo na may anak na dalawang poging player. Uh-huh. Uh, so, um, shout out din sa Prente Naranha. Sabi daw ni Louie. Uh, sabihin niya ano uh, sabihin daw sa atin na hindi lang daw ako daw yung wet buong friend na ran matik narinig nila matik Oo, sigurado matik sigurado ayun <laughs> uh, um Ay, sorry. Singit ko lang. Special shoutout oh. para kay Kenta. Para kay Kenta. Special shoutout sa lahat ng single na babae dyan. Naghahanap na po siya oh, okay. ng tutulong sa kanya na makapagpasok yeah. ng player sa Loyola FC Youth Academy. Mabait po yan. Walang ginagawang masama. Walang bisyo. Kung uminom, isa lang ang iniinom. Isang bote lang po Taong iniinom decente. yan. Napaka-desente po niyang nilalang na yan. Oh, kita mo ngayon pa lang sa show ko, binubugaw ka na namin. What more buka? So, ano pa? Meron ka pa bang babanggitin, Kent? Um, meron pa. Ayan, oh, meron go. Pa. Uh, go, go. And, yun, um, team sa Huddle PH, um, said Jeff, uh, Mark Anthony, um, thanks. Uh, and, ano, dun din sa mga uh, CP48, uh, MNL48, uh, ay Aubrey Binuya. Uh, ingat ka lang palagi at sana masarap lagi ang pagkain mo. And yun nga, um, thanks sa lahat ng nanood ng podcast. Sobrang dami ng nanood tonight. Um, nasubaybayan nyo. Um, 
hopefully ganito sa mga next episodes no tito hopefully sulit yung tatlong oras na tayo pero sulit uh, ikaw naman uh, david uh, shout outs or anything else that you'd like to plug uh, i'll say something first and then shout out, uh, and then i'll uh, do some shout outs um obviously re- re- big respect for ano fredranja you know to uh, cheer for the chant for the kids so at least the kids get the feeling like oh like i'm, I'm like a professional football player at least like there are fans who are you know cheering for me or chanting for me so uh, shout out for you guys uh, keep doing what you're doing okay so uh shout out to you know uh, obviously friendly naranja because you know this is your episode this is what you wanted this is what you want to hear all of you are wet so make sure you keep dry kay magbabakaman tayo so just keep safe tamang inuman you know. tamang inuman na lang muna <laughs> tamang inuman naman din um thank you again for the coaches you know coach Noel coach uh, Roxy obviously uh I want to plug. Uh, obviously, tomorrow we'll be recording the uh, on Thursday we'll be recording the uh, the What's Up Football and Formula One show. So if you're interested in uh, Formula One and obviously in international football, which is La Liga, Premier, uh, and Serie A and the Bundesliga, uh, please um, uh, stay tuned to that episode. <laughs> and uh, on Friday, okay, guys, um, for the first time on Friday, uh, sometime, we're going to do something outside of football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is called the yeah. Bad Titos and Titas Late Night Show. So if you guys want, you know, on a weekend, since you can't go to the bars or maybe some of you guys have liquor ban, make sure you, you know, join us. And if you guys have, you can afford to get the beer or alcohol, just, you know, um, click on our live uh, Facebook and just drink and have a nice conversation with us. Don't forget Friday 9pm on Facebook Live. Yes, sir. Yan, yan ang sinasabi ko. Kung ito medyo disente pa kami ngayong araw na to, itong apat na nakikita nyo, disente pa kami hanggang bukas. Pagdating ho ng biyernes, magbabago ho yung persona namin. So, I hope, mabilis na disclaimer na lang, the views and opinions of the hosts of the Bad Titos and Titas Late Night Show does not reflect the views and opinions of the host and the guest of the Hashtag Eat Sleep Breathe Football Podcast. So, mabilis ang disclaimer lang yan. Lastly, uh, Glenn... Yes, um, R18 siya, Louis. R18 siya. Yes. So, yeah. R18 yan. Go to the Bad Titos and Titas Late Night Show Facebook page. Like it, share it, follow it. Mag-aningan tayo doon. Lastly, Glenn, go ahead, sir. Yes, of course. Uh, well, I would like to say a shout out to my friends. Kaso, lahat ng friends ko nanonood ng football eh, nandito sa panel na to ngayon eh. <laughs> and, yeah, actually, most of my friends are uh, different-headed. <laughs> Pero, I still would like to give them all a shout out. I hope that you can give football a chance. Watch the vlogs, watch the blogs, uh, read the blogs. And uh, see what football can do for you. And also to all of the viewers na nagtsaga for this Wow, so long of a podcast today, no? Three hours <laughs> yeah. in running. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Pero sulit naman. So, I thank you guys for sticking with us because, you know, wala namang ibang mag-dedicitan dito kundi tayo-tayo lang. Yes, and sir. I hope you guys stick around for uh, the other podcasts that uh, our other titos have in store for us. I would like to shout out to my wife. And, uh, yeah. yeah, she's just in the other room. So, yeah. she's not watching dishes. But she's probably gonna beat me up later for uh, doing another <laughs> shout out. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, keep playing, guys. Yan. Okay, and bago ko tapusin ang show, two... 
Philippines or Pilipinas cars by Red Rooster Sports up for grabs. Watch our latest vlog, our review of these cars sa ating YouTube channel. Ang Tito Mong Football Vlogger, watch the instructions. We will be extending the entries of your raffle until this Saturday. This Saturday, idodraw natin yan on our fan engagement podcast and we hope that we see you on that day as well. So muli, mula sa Eat Sleep Breed Football Podcast team, ako po si Jamer De La Cruz, ito si Kent Garcia, ito si David Abelia, Johnny Pampa, and dito si Glenn of the Six Yard Box Burgers and Sport. Nag-iiwan na isang kataga, maraming maraming salamat para sa Pinoy Football, maraming salamat sa inyo. Kita-kita tayo sa pitch. Ingat, and we'll see you soon. Yep.